Hello, this is Boss Woman, a podcast about women, comedy and business. My name's Katie and this is my mum, Karen. <laughs> Mama said there'll be days like this, there'll be days like this, Mama said. Mama said. We're sitting outside. <laughs> we are in another country. Yeah. Where are we, Karen? Uh, we're in Norway. My, uh, I was going to say my hometown. No, <laughs> my family are all Norwegian, so it's, it's our ancestral home. We have a summer house uh, in Lillesand, which is 20 minutes, half an hour from Kristiansand in the south of Norway. And we come here as often as we can. And Katie and I have come here to open up the house because it's closed for the winter um, for three days. With your brother, with my uncle Rolf. Yes, with Rolf as he has to do all the heavy things like uh, (laughs) getting the boat out and Katie helped with that today. Um, Yes, but we apologise if it's a bit windy, but I don't think it is. I have no idea. It's not wind. It's absolutely gorgeous. Glorious. I mean, we're only in the beginning of May, and it's. I mean, we might. You could. You would think you were in Spain. (laughs) It's so lovely. Uh, Anyway, we'll come back to the house and what the house is about uh, in a wee bit, I guess. Yeah. Um, what we've been up to this week, Mum? I uh, was at Mac Festival. So. Oh yeah, you went to Mac Festival. Um, I didn't hear from you for three days, not even... Oh, we've got no Wi-Fi is what I did get, actually. Yeah, we didn't, literally in the middle of nowhere, had 4G in the town, but the place that we were staying in was... They had no service, no Wi-Fi. It was great, but it was terrifying. We thought that we were going to get stabbed in the night. Why? Is it a rough place? No, it's just like this, not abandoned, but this big old Victorian house on the top of a hill in the valleys, like... (laughs) <laughs> it was ter- you know, with this mad Welsh woman that uh, ran it who was gorgeous and lovely and couldn't stop talking to us and she was lovely but she wouldn't have stabbed us, her husband could have though <laughs> obviously it would be a man um, so yeah now that. that was a bit much <laughs> Katie Gora joke, you know a joke <laughs> um, so yeah no, but so who were you with anyway? with David Day, our lovely event producer who's also my good pal uh, we had a lovely time together. It was nice to be somewhere that wasn't work. Um, but obviously, it was slightly related to work in that it was a comedy well, festival. Yeah, you went and saw a lot of comedy, didn't you? Yes. <laughs> Very leading question there, Karen. Uh, didn't did you? you? <laughs> did you go and see a lot of comedy? Um, yes, yeah. So I saw a lot of great stuff, actually. Uh, Yuriko Kotani, who was on at... He was a finalist in the... And so you think you're funny a couple of years ago? She was great, and we saw her afterwards and said that uh, we were from Guild Balloon and everything, and she was really excited to see us, and she was so lovely, and oh, she was great, good. actually. Uh, I want to see her show again during the Fringe and see how it's... Is she coming up to Edinburgh, then? I think so, but I think she's still doing a work in progress uh, in Edinburgh. I'm not sure. Amy Annette and Sophie Duker were great. I've never seen either of them before, and Amy Annette has a... I'm hoping I'm saying her name right. I think it's Annette. Uh, she has a show called What Women Want and that's uh, like a panel show basically but we couldn't get into that one so I saw her do a double bill with um, Sophie Duker who is also incredible really loved her um, and that was like in this little shed in the back 
behind a pub somewhere. And there was only about 40 people in and it was lovely. Uh, and then on the Sunday, went to see Steen Raskopoulos and went to a musical in the evening that had lots of different people on it. Went to see something else during the day, but I can't remember what it was. Did no you idea. not see Phil Nichols' girlfriend? That is Eureka Katana, you maniac. <laughs> 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 Fucking hell, keep up. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. Um, just wanted to drop that name in there. Um, yeah, so then went to a musical at night um, and had a lovely time. And then it was bank holiday on Monday, so all the staff, well, most of the staff were off. And then on Wednesday we signed off the bloody joint venue brochure. The lovely joint joint venue brochure. No, it was great to get it finally to bed, as they say. And uh, so we'll be launching all that in the next week or so, a mm. couple of weeks. Uh, my question for you this week, Mum, is to do with us being here, I guess. This is my uh, retreat place. Uh, and mine. We've been coming here since I was... Nothing. Every year of my life I've been to this house uh, and it is honestly the most idyllic spot in the world, in my opinion. Uh, we try and completely switch off here. But that's impossible, especially in this day and age with the bloody phones everywhere. We got 4G here last year only, which is, has just changed. I don't know, it's really strange. But everyone talks about a bloody work-life balance these days and... Do you think you had it back in the hey your heyday, or do you don't think you did, or was it not really a thing then? And what do you, I mean, what do you actually do to chill out, and do you make time for that, or not? I think you do now, probably. But what about? So how many questions was that? <laughs> no, I know questions. what you're saying, Katie. Um, well, this house has been in my life, all my life too, um, and. Uh, my grandparents, my father bought the land uh, just after the war because um, he was demobbed from the Norwegian army in 19, May 1945. He came to this little section. It's a, it's a peninsula overlooking Lillesand and you can't, you, can only, you can't get it by road. You can only get to it by water. Mm -hmm. So there's no cars or anything on this side of the water. And that's what's so good. You can see... Um, a distance away you can see um, life but <laughs> you know life going on you know Real cars and cars and yeah. houses and businesses yeah, and that's right but here uh, we have electricity but that's about it we don't have um, you know it's a dry toilet <laughs> and it's we just it's a nice way of putting it we, we had a well for water but now we've actually got water an outdoor tap an outdoor tap which, and it's and we would never, ever have a television here. We should probably describe it, I guess. It's a wee log cabin on a wee rock, quite a big rock, looking over a fjord with Lillison, uh on the other side of the fjord. So you sit here, looking at the water, watching the sun set every day. The sun rises behind the house and yeah. sets in front of the house. And it's got a forest behind us mm -hmm. and sea in front of us. Yeah. And... Uh, a lot of wildlife listening. You might be able to hear those birds. <laughs> that is that is real, by that the way. real life. It's, yeah, it's, we didn't put that in. No, just in case yeah. you think we did. And um, 
I have been coming here every year. I mean, it, every year when we were kids, we would come here and then we would go up to my mum's family. This was my father's family that built this. Um, so we would be in Norway every single um, summer of our lives. And when the family started dying off, as they do, um, it's now Rolf and I that run this lovely house and uh, keep it going. And uh, I have another brother who helps as well, mm. Chris. And um, this, I used to, I didn't used to hate it, but when I was bringing up children, especially Christian when I was younger, I found it really hard. It, I found it a task because I was always cooking. I was always yeah, looking it wasn't after them. Much and of a holiday for and you. But that's know, I the started same. in my own business late, quite late in life. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, that's um, what I was going to say. That's the same for all, mu- all. You know, being a mum, you never feel like you can sit down. So, yeah. pr- so it wasn't. And but did you feel the same when I was young, or did you have no, more help when I was young? Yeah. Uh, um, well, Christian was older and Rolf and ev- there was yeah. loads of people to help with you. Yeah. And um, we started really to enjoy this place and people would, friends would come and uh, we'd have some fabulous summers here. But of course, with doing the Guild of Bloon, which is in August, we could only ever go at the start of your school holidays, which was the end of June, beginning of July. Yeah. Um, and I've kept that up actually even although you are now not able to come as often um yeah which is i i find that um well i come here three times a year in the spring and in the autumn to close and then and as i get older and you know if i stop doing as much as i'm doing now then i will be here more would you like to i think i would yeah especially when it's like this when it's sunny like this it's yeah, the worst time is if it if it is absolutely awful weather and raining, and then it's then it's you know tough because mm. it's just the only heating is the is the log fire you know, and mm. but it's so cozy and candlelight and it's just lovely. Um, but to answer all your questions in a one-hour, well, think, think about, let's go back to thinking business. How did you? I mean. When did you when did you say you started doing the two weeks in the summer? Because that must have been a nightmare when it was only you running the business. Because it was what the beginning of July and and August is obviously your busy time. Mm-hmm. But I always um, delegated. Mm. Delegation is very important in business, especially a business like ours. That's you trying to give a proper business answer there. <laughs> That's great. She just laughed at me. I, but very good, very good. Yes, delegation. Right, noting that down. No, but it is true. You no, have to. Each department has to be to look after. You have to be able to trust your staff. Well, there, you must have a juicy story about how you were here, and something happened in the office because I remember you not being able to do any work when you were here because you didn't have a phone, and no email, no whatever, so you would have to just shut... You would go to the bloody library and I'd, call them off the payphone. No, I'd go to the, the campsite and, yeah. and phone them from the payphone. Oh, and, sorry. And then... Notes flying away. And then I'd also um, go to the library to email. Yeah, yeah. Because we didn't have email here. Well, you didn't have a, a laptop, probably, either. No, no. 
what's a laptop? <laughs> <laughs> but did anything ever happen that was completely disastrous? Or is it, have, have your staff always been able to look after the, your baby while you were away? I, I'm trying to think of anything. I mean, there's always these small disasters that go go on behind the scenes that nobody ever sees. Yeah. And everybody congratulates you at the end. How did you manage to get all this together? And of course, there's been loads of disasters, but... Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I, I don't think there has been. I mean, none thing that I can. Oh, yeah. the, the worst thing, which is not business related, was me going back to work and leaving you here with Christian <laughs> and my brother and taking my passport, which you were on. Yeah, you so didn't have your own passport. <laughs> yeah. so, Did you so, honestly just leave and not think about it? Did nobody no, think yes, about it? I didn't. That's how much I care, Katie. <laughs> Yeah, so I couldn't get back. So how was I? How were you going to get back into the country without a passport? So that was quite a stress. (laughs) What did what what happened? um, Did you have to get a letter or something? Yeah, I I got in touch with the authorities and um, having I used to work at the Norwegian Consulate General anyway. Oh, you were in there. Yes, I was in. (laughs) Not that not that that would make. a difference at all. It must must have happened all the time. That's why kids have their own passports. Yeah, I mean, I got I got in touch with the the. Um, you were coming back by boat, I think. Yeah, I remember. So I got in touch with the boat, the boat people, the ferry service, and um, and uh, we got you home. My yeah. little girl got home. I mean, you were only about eight or nine. Yeah, I remember it though. You remember not having a passport. No, I remember being in the house without you, and that was the first time that I'd been there without you. And like we had Mexican food or something mad with Christian, Susan, and Chris and Irene. I was like, "What is going on? You can't eat this here!" Like, <laughs> just like, no, you eat prawns or you eat barbecue in Norway. <laughs> so when you came here, you were fine. Uh, and you did you feel like you needed that before you started the festival? Yes, absolutely. I still do. Yeah, because I mean. Over the years, I I would be like you are now. I would be up till two, three, four, mm. five in the morning, and then go back in for ten. You know, I or you know hardly sleep at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was incredibly hands on. You know, I mean, I can't tell I don't know you how, how the s- fuck you did it. <laughs> I tell you, it was so stressful. Yeah, and I used to get angry at people all the time, and I got a terrible reputation for being. Being a real but angry was, person. I mean, that, if we're talking about coping, I still have that. If reputation. we're talking about coping mechanisms, that was a coping mechanism. You got angry because you were stressed. No, I got angry because I wanted it done a certain way. I want. I had a yeah. vision, yeah. and that vision is how I wanted it done. I didn't want people to tell me how it was. To I know, be done. but do you think? Did do you honestly think that being getting angry at somebody will make them do it your way? No, but Surely. <laughs> boy, I know that now. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just telling you the way no, 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 I, no, I'm just, the way I'm I've just always been. Just questioning you, dear. I know, and and quite rightly too. <laughs> I, I. What do they say? Don't sweat the, don't small sweat stuff. the small stuff. And I sweated the small stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I suffered because of it. You know, I went through so much. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I, I suffer from that as well, and the. People at the basement will, you know, I'll take all the candle, the candle holders that are on the back of the room, and I'm like, Ali, I've told you, I like these ones on the front tables, <laughs> <laughs> no, and I move them all over, and 
put and the also, right the ones that I like at the front. And also, if the batteries have gone in them, why have them yeah, there? Yeah, I know. You know, because Back, we, we've got battery op- operated yeah, you candles. Can't, we can't use actual <laughs> fire, and no, it's no, nothing it's, to do with the fact that the gilded balloon burnt down. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. I I am in. Uh, yeah, I guess I'd, I'm trying not to be as as stressy about that kind of stuff, but it is important. I I, th- I have definitely got that from you that the details are important. I mean, what I love about your vision is the look and feel of it. If you remember, I had a, an absolutely wonderful girl called Steph, not Steph Harris, I had, who was a wonderful who girl wonderful. as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Steph, if you're listening, you are wonderful. <laughs> and Julie, very her successful. Sister. Julie, her sister. Steph and Julie worked for me. Um, and in fact, Steph brought Julie to us. And Julie, she was a designer and she used to make the Gilded Balloon look different every single year. She was incredible. And that was really she important. She was a set designer, that's what her job, that's what her degree was in, wasn't it? Yes. And she just she's an art director now. The bars and all the spaces. It was, uh, yeah. But it was just her, her, her vision and, and her look. I mean, she worked day and night for very little to, mm-hmm. to make very little fee. To, and that's because she loved it. And, and, and what was great about those days was because, you know, both Steph and Julie got something out of it. I mean, people noticed and they got mm-hmm. further work you but know, yeah, in and the future. But, I mean, is there not a story about you making Julie general manager when, or somebody wasn't... You made Julie Harris general manager after one year or something mad like that and she That's took on the role or was that Steph? Steph Steph became general manager but Julie became general manager after. a few years later and yeah. she also uh, was a producer of So You Think You're Funny mm-hmm. um, so she worked for us for many many years and she was absolutely brilliant and mm. I miss her a lot and um, miss this Steph is just as a, well. a love letter to Julie but, now. <laughs> but Steph of course went on to all these wonderful programmes like how clean is your house? And yeah, um, lots of amazing programs. Yeah, you have to tell good. them. You have to tell us what. Oh, sorry, embarrassing bodies is what she was exec producer on. All right, exec producer, producer, one of those. Exec, yeah. Um, yeah, that's her. But how clean is your house? And all that. Series of, and is, the Lego one that was on recently as well. Oh yeah, she did the Build. master Lego masters. Lego masters. So, you come here to chill out. You go travel. I mean, you've done quite a lot of adventures and stuff. Do you do that to chill out, or is that just an adventure because you enjoy doing it? Well, about the rest of the year, you know. I am. I don't have a partner, therefore I look for my for enjoyment thrills. Um, Many years ago, in the nineties, early nineties, I became quite friendly or very friendly with Bill Bailey, and and Bill used to tell me lots of stories about. Um, faraway places and everything and I ended up going with them to Bali I've been to Bali with them quite a few times When was the first time you went with them? In the 90s was that, yeah? Late 90s remember you going and you had the most amazing time But then we went on a big trip which was fantastic We went on a, a big Balinese sailing yacht There was 10 of us and um, not. And when you see sailing yacht it sounds like it's posh. It wasn't posh at all. Uh, it was small bunks, and mm-hmm. uh, we started up in Papua New Guinea and went all round Sulawesi and um, uh, or the the 
people we all went with were great yeah. and uh, we went to all these um, islands where there was no cars <laughs> and everything and yeah. all the the um, natives would look at me and of course I'm quite big and I'm blonde I'm pretty big <laughs> and I'm very white yes, and very, very white. blonde and oh my god the poor children cried and ran <laughs> behind their, their mothers <laughs> Oh god! Oh, and they were so frightened of me. What did you do? Did you try and like put a hat on or something? No, <laughs> no. I walked towards them like a giant. <laughs> but I'm not meaning to. I was going. Oh, and they're going. Ah! <laughs> isn't that when you terrible. you would like take photos of them or turn your video camera around on them and they'd see themselves yeah. and they don't. Because obviously all the little boys were a bit tougher, you know. But the the little, especially the tiny little children, they were terrified of me. Yeah. But the other the teenagers and everything they were all and you know I mean what a life these people have I've no idea how happy they are I mean they they seemed incredibly happy the thing that you told me about that trip was that you couldn't believe the amount of rubbish everywhere you know they'd throw coke cans and stuff overboard well that's that's a that's a huge problem in the world, isn't it? Yeah. But it's just a, like a culture thing where they would throw a banana well, skin overboard. They, they don't have that education. Yeah, that's right. So you wouldn't everything, know. everything. They think of everything as being biodegradable. They, yeah. they had never heard plastic came to them. They never made yeah, it. Exactly. Um, but uh, we all went to a school once, and of course, I mean now um, through technology, obviously, Bill's heard of in these places, and we um, really. Yeah. Is he actually recognised now? Well, I don't know if in the smaller ones, but yeah, of course. one of the school we went to, um, this was exactly when we said, who's your favourite pop star? And it was Justin Bieber. <laughs> that was just when he first came out. And I went, who on earth is that? Yeah, never yeah, you heard had no of idea who it was. Yeah, so... I expect you to know. Why? I, I, <laughs> I, I have now, but Sorry. how long has he been famous? I don't know, too long. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so going on these adventures are fabulous, and you know we we would go whitewater rafting, and you know yeah, you got your paddy with him as well, didn't you? I did. I got my paddy. I don't know if I would do that again. You're though. quite. I mean, you're a bit nervous of doing it now, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. What's that about? I think Bill could probably persuade me, but yeah, I don't think I'm as fit as I was then. But yeah, and we went skiing as well. And yeah, so you we've done just this year. Yeah. No, last. Oh, last year. Sorry. Um, so. I will be looking to do lots of different things, but it can only be when we're not working, when we've not got a lot. Yeah, well, we're thinking of doing a wee bit of a retreat this year, aren't we? Yes. Hopefully, and we think probably November is quite a good time. The one thing that you and I always did from your early childhood was we always went on holiday. Just the two of us. Just the two of us. Just the girls. That's right. And I'd like to keep that going. My worry has been that I wouldn't be able to come here as much and I wouldn't be able to travel as much because when I was at uni and stuff I was lucky enough to do a bit of freelance work where I got to travel and you know went to India and France quite a lot and it was great and I I have been feeling a bit stressed about that that I'm never going to be able to leave Edinburgh ever again or be anywhere else and I just well, I mean actually thinking about it you you have been able to do that because you just do it at the right times and you make compromises and you delegate and make sure whoever's in the office can be there I have been going to it. Australia since 1995 
nearly every single year since mm. 1995, which, you know, in March, April, which is amazing. Just credit and, to your staff. And as now well, we it, do yeah. we do shows there, and we've been doing that for around 10 years. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess it's just really this year that we haven't done so much, which is making me feel a bit like, oh, is this it? Well, that's right. But, but there are lots of other places in the world that we need to go to find... Yeah, and I guess that's another thing as well, is that we can do more travel with work as well, and especially you, because you've noticed that in the past couple of years, that you've had more opportunities, you've had more people asking you to come over, and you've yeah. taken them, which is great, and you should that's do that. Right. That's right. And um, the fact that there's so many Australians now coming to the festival, you know, I mean... When I first started going, I mean, I brought a lot of Australians back over and now there's hundreds of them coming yeah. over. Yeah. So um, we have to go to the next country. Yeah, I know, exactly. <laughs> but, you, I mean, recently you've been to some incredible places because of work, like New Zealand. That was an amazing experience. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, and wherever it was. And New bringing a lot of shows as well. What about you? How would you like to cope with... Well, I felt I've, like, I mean... Because work has been since, since you know, December, end of November, it's been so hectic with the basement in the evenings and the office in the day. Just felt like I haven't left it. And I went skiing in January, which was amazing, for a week, and that really helped. And obviously January wasn't a very busy time, so it wasn't like, I don't know, it wasn't, I didn't feel a bad about going, or, and so I could kind of, switch off but you know I get messages and stuff and it's just that whole thing about being con- contactable all the time and that's why I used to love it being being here you, I would switch off my phone you just you couldn't there was no point using it and now we've got 4G it's like I was sitting in bed swiping through Tinder last night I was like what the fuck is wrong with me why am I why am I doing you know it's just like I think you really have to force yourself to have a bit of technology detachment yes but that technology is about you wanting a boyfriend <laughs> Well, I wasn't just doing that. I was also looking at Instagram and stuff. I didn't look at my emails, though. I think, well, I... But no, I just... Yeah, I don't know, it's just different now when you can't... But, I mean, you always say that you can't switch off, but, you know, coming here for the weekend, I'd like two days of not talking about work, and we're doing a bloody podcast today. <laughs> so, you know, that's but that's fine. Uh, and But I do want to just turn my phone off for a day, because I think I will... Because this is my last holiday before the fringe. Because you're, you know, you're coming here, and I can't, we can't both be away at the same time. So, uh, yeah. So I think in the future, I'd like to make this this time of year do a week at this time of year, and then a week afterwards as well. Because you always go away straight away after the fringe as well. Well, I have the last couple of years. Yeah. I mean, there comes a time in your life where you've got to prioritise. Well, and I think the it, fact that yeah, you should. But I think it, for me, it's about. You know, it's a balance, and I don't... Obviously, I want to be there as much as possible, and I want to make sure the business is running as I want it to run, but also can't... You know, I want... There's so many other places I want to see. I want to travel. I want to go away for three weeks one at some point in time, you know, whether that's in and November I think or whatever. once the handover is complete, mm. i.e. that you that you feel that you have a handle on your business, because... Mm-hmm we together have a handle on our business we absolutely have a handle on our business but it's it's developing all the time and it's 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 a yeah. really 
difficult beast. Yeah, well, it's it's mad as well because it's the same thing every year. You would think that it, you know, it's repeat repeated every year, but every year there's something new. There's new venues, new shows, new something, new staff, and there's always and and for me especially now, I'm taking on more and more. So I make a mistake, and then I'm like, oh, I won't do that next year. You know, you're always learning. What I like about this place is that you can sit in the sun, in your joggers, in a t-shirt that you don't care about. You said that I was wearing a Donald Trump hat. <laughs> <laughs> sitting in stance, sitting in the sun, and in what my Donald have you got Trump on your feet. In my Donald Trump hat and Crocs on my on my feet. <laughs> Very you know? old Crocs that the mice. Have and been, I feel great. <laughs> <laughs> the mice have been chewing in the winter. Yeah, exactly. Not an outfit that I'd be seen dead in anywhere else. But fuck it, I'm here. And uh, no, I adore it here, and I, you know, I feel very priv- privileged to have somewhere like this. Yeah, I think that we own. the history for me is every single stone, and you know, I can remember like tripping over a stone or having a bit <laughs> of a rock as a, a a table for a tea party mm. when I was a kid. I mean, there's nowhere that doesn't you know, have a memory. Uh huh. Which is lovely. And it's it's so it's steeped in history. Yeah. But yes, I think we should just end on uh, being in Norway. What's uh, What should we say? Vi ses i neste uke. We will see you again next week. Mama said there'll be days like this. There'll be days like this. Mama said. Mama said.